episode, or season, what, 20? Oh my god, I don't even there's know. There's no way that there's 20 seasons. I promise you they're damn close. Yes. I know, it's Get insane. The fuck out of I, here. They're damn close, I promise you. The All only right. thing I think is more is The Simpsons. So here's the thing Joe watches Grey's Anatomy. We just learned it. And still, fuck you, Brad. I had um, Elliot had an idea today, Joe, that right. we should uh, have guiltless podcast t shirts that are basically don't be fucking Brad. Right? So don't be a Brad or something on them. Okay. What um, do you think? No? All right. You have no feeling on that? Well, you said, what do you think? And then I thought, and then you cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any thoughts? I'm done on thinking. It? All right. Okay. And um, guiltlessnetwork.com. Yeah, guiltlessnetwork.com. I know we talk about this on all the episodes. Uh, it's 15 seasons, by the way. Oh. 15 seasons. Jesus, I'm blown away. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It I is thought ridiculous. it was on air for like five, six years. That was it. It would have been, but then Carissa kept watching. <laughs> <laughs> is it? <laughs> Carissa is like the, she's like part of their, their the president of the fan club. It's the, is it, so the is Cleveland it, chapter. Is it, <laughs> is it currently still on or is no? It I over? think it's no. It's it's still it's on. It's definitely right? currently still on. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think it was all. I mean, that's one of the things. As long as it's still successful, they'll just keep cranking those out. So and killing people. Yes. So yeah, uh, like Patrick said, the Gildas Network. That is our network with uh, all the shows that we have. You have this one right now, the flagship, most likely your favorite show, the Gildas Podcast, Clearly. starring myself and. Patrick of Youngstown, Pittsburgh fan. Yep. Lover of Everyone animals and certain women. Uh, all women. All women. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. No, uh, it's absolutely true. All? You can't As think people. of one woman, you, one woman you don't like. Oh, yeah. I can think of plenty of people. Yeah, you talked about like an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's see. We have uh, the Pop Culture Spectrum with Dan Experience. Yeah. Um, who just released his fourth or fifth? Anyway, he's pumping those out, I think. Damn near weekly. Well, he just had another I Still Like You episode come out. Yes. So we've got both of those shows with Dan, and we're waiting for iTunes to finally uh, push out or allow the... Um, equal Fights. Equal Fights. And once that's available on iTunes, then it'll start to... Sorry. No, <laughs> it's just funny because we literally, like four minutes ago, does everybody have their cans? Are the cans open? Are one the of, one of mine was. <laughs> Um, so equal fights will be coming literally in in days. Um, yeah, hopefully in the next week. Um, I'm I'm assuming sooner than that. So Good. it's yeah, no, that'd it's be great. Fast. That'd be great. So this is going to be released Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday. What is the date? Does anybody know what the date is? Doesn't really matter. Why not Monday? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. It's it is Monday. <laughs> I don't I don't know why I said Tuesday. I don't know. Uh, just for context, this is Wednesday the what is it today the twelfth. Today's the twelfth. Yeah, so it'll be released Monday the twenty. The uh, not the twentieth. <laughs> it's not that far. Seventeenth. Seventeenth. So yeah. enjoy oh, that. So you're dead. listening to this on the seventeenth, yeah. most likely. Um, and we do have a guest with us today because this is kind of what we've started uh, doing more and more frequently, and um, very excited about this because yeah. this is, in my opinion, one of the. I guess we'll get into it, but would you refer to yourself as an influencer? Oh, no. I guess so. <laughs> not my favorite way to talk well, about Not your it, favorite but... way. We'll kind of get into some of the differences that he and I have kind of noticed between you and other quote-unquote influencers, but please introduce yourself. Tell us who you are. Hi, guys. I am Haley Mills, and I am the creator of the Cleveland Bucket List. So the thing about the term influencer, and I've done a lot of reading over this last couple of days in preparation for you coming here. And, w and first, I just want to rewind a little bit. We've been setting this up for 
months. Yes. I mean, yeah, actually, to even go farther back, the way that this actually came up was uh, was Carissa. Um, marketing. Marketing. Uh, hospitality. Joe's wife. <laughs> Literally, the third thing she does is Joe's wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she's great at it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, when we... Somebody's got to carry the Yeah, weight. exactly. Someone's got to make sure I get home. But... Uh, when we moved up here, Carissa was always like, we should try this restaurant. We should try this restaurant. Let's try this bar. There's this event this weekend. And I was just like, she's just Googling shit every day, and it turns out she wasn't. She was following you. And that's really how it came up. And she's like, this is who you should reach out to because she's going to have a lot of cool stuff to talk about. She knows a lot about the stuff that we do all the time, the bars, the restaurants, the concerts, the shows. And that's how it is. We reach out to you through Instagram. We met up at LBM, which is one that you had just recently spoke about and one that I constantly love going to. <laughs> yes. So we met there for a couple hours, had some drinks and she agreed to come on. So that that's pretty that was pretty exciting. I was pretty pumped about it. Yeah. So um it's taken quite a few well, a couple of months at minimum to finally have our schedules um work out. But um glad to have you here. I mean so I'm gonna go back to, you know, in preparation for this, reading some stuff like the term influencer and specifically influencing influencer marketing mm-hmm. is really, really become a big thing over the last several years. So you kind of shirked a little bit at the <laughs> like the term influencer. Do you do not do you not like that tag? Do you not feel like you're in that realm because there's a, a stigma attached to it? Do you feel like it's something that you know you're not ready for what is it about that term that you're just kind of like i don't know yeah so i worked for a company in college that i shouldn't say worked because it was a unpaid internship but anyways uh (laughs) i worked for a (laughs) (laughs) they birdie was really unhappy about that unpaid yeah i know right we're watching my mom's dog (laughs) and she fucking sucks Um, yeah, so anyways, I uh, and I kind of studied influencer marketing at that time because they worked with influencers, and like I got to see how much you could pay Kim Kardashian to post about your brand. So to me, I feel like the Kardashians are like the height of influencer marketing, and that's just not my favorite deal. So I feel like, yeah, there's definitely a stigma attached to it. I feel like even just in Cleveland, like people think that the influencers just like want a free meal or want something for free, and I just want to show people Cleveland and I don't necessarily think I want people to think of me as their friend and someone that they want to take advice from and not someone that's trying to influence their decision because somebody paid me to influence them. And and so you did, you just said something and this is exactly what I had spoke to Patrick about and why, even though I do think you are an influencer, this is, this is the main thing that actually set you apart in my eyes. Um, Patrick did a lot of reading on them. I did not. Um, But when I think of an influencer, I think of someone who goes to a restaurant, takes a photo of herself at the restaurant, and says, this restaurant is great. You don't do that. In fact, when we were about to meet, I'm sitting in LBM. I'm like, holy shit, I don't know what this person looks like. I just scrambled (laughs) through your Instagram, and I luckily came across one. But you have have to have a couple thousand posts at this point. Yeah. What are you in, 15 of them? I mean, probably like five. Yeah. So you're not in this. So you actually, like you just said, you want to kind of support... Bring up Cleveland, talk about Cleveland. I, that's where I think the big difference is there is because you actually are doing just that. You're posting about, here's a great meal I had at this restaurant. This bar has amazing cocktails. This event was awesome. You guys should check it out. It happens every six months, whatever that is. 
So, yeah, I think you're an influencer because you are doing that. And I've experienced it because that's what how <laughs> me and my wife decided to do things on the weekend. But not definitely not in the Kardashian realm yes. at all. <laughs> and not just because of followers. Obviously, they have... I think we've joked around about this on other podcasts. I think that all the Kardashians each have something like a third of the U.S. population oh following gosh. them. Like yeah. literally. Like 120 million or something like that. That's insane. So, but no, I, I don't think that you're like that. I think you actually are trying to influence people to go to the Cleveland spots. That's very true. Yes. Yeah, And I think by definition, you you can't escape it. I, I, Correct. I mean, when you, really, when you really look at what influencer marketing is, um, it's... It's people that are doing what you're doing. It's not, it's not, I don't think it's supposed to be people utilizing their popularity to sell a brand. Clearly, this is influencing, right? But I yes. think influencer marketing isn't supposed to be necessarily people utilizing their popularity to sell a brand or a product or whatever it is. I think it's getting um, exposure through just. Hey, look how many people look at what I'm doing and and are interested in what I have to say or what my experiences are um, with their brand or their product, not necessarily because of who you are, That's if that makes true. sense. And I've only been doing this for a year and maybe a year and a half, so I feel like I'm still just kind of getting used to the fact that it, it actually became something and it isn't just me with like my 10 college friends following the bucket yeah. list anymore so oh no it's way more than that <laughs> yeah and, and we're we're gonna get we're gonna get We've into been doing that this because for about a year too i do yeah. not want to put right. our numbers side by side that's freaking yeah, sad let's not, let's not embarrass ourselves yeah it's not and, and we, i do want to go you know a to z right with how you how you started it and how you are where you are today i mean we we talked earlier before we turned the microphones on and we made we made a joke last week Last week, I, I was on Instagram. You had 10,400 and some followers. I made a reference to that when you came down. It's today over 11,000. 11. 11.1, 11. right? Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. So <laughs> we, I, got I, like, we got like three this week. <laughs> so we're kind but of we, on the same we trajectory. Net, we netted <laughs> minus one. <laughs> yeah, my mom followed us. She didn't like our last podcast. So I got even kind of going farther. So you talked about how uh, in college when you were doing this as like an internship. So when you were one, what kind of made you go into that? And then was that experience kind of what made you want to keep doing this? How far back did this kind of really start? You said you started a year ago, but it seems like it would have been farther back than that yeah so when I had the internship in college it was something that was interesting to me but honestly like I didn't I would say I didn't really feel like my life was mo interesting enough to be an influencer and I didn't really have a platform to talk about um so it was something probably that was always in the back of my mind and then after I graduated college and moved home moved home I had an in uh, I had a job doing social media for a local company and it just became so monotonous that I was kind of looking for something where I could have fun with it and have used my own voice on social media and so that's where I kind of started stepped into the bucket list um, as kind of a way to do what I wanted to do and post and write how I wanted to write and not to have to follow a different brand's voice. So where did you go to college? University of Central Florida. So how did you end up there and back in Cleveland? So I grew up in Avon Lake and I, 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 I shouldn't say this, but I will say this. I was voted most likely to never come back. So I was very adamant <laughs> that I was going to get as far away from Cleveland most as possible. Most likely to never be seen again. Correct, yes. Awesome, at least not in person. Yes. So um, I went to school very adamant that I was never coming back. 
Um, and then I started to, I would come home every summer and hang out and kind of started, I feel like Cleveland is definitely a city that's really good when you're older. You can go to the bars, you can go to the restaurants, you can get out and try new things. And so I feel like as I started coming home and as I got older, it seemed like it was kind of a cool place to be. Um, technically, I actually moved home uh, to be with my grandma to spend some more time with her. Um, after college, I didn't find a job anywhere else and I just figured that I could come home and save some money but also spend time with her and then I just kind of got stuck isn't the right word but just ended up staying here um and then starting the bucket list and now I can never leave so senior superlatives don't come without like really being known for something right Mm -hmm. yes um I was voted most talkative and here the fuck I am (laughs) doing a podcast I can't shut up about what what I'm thinking how much were you vocal about, get me the fuck out of here? Like, what? You were like, at lunchtime, like, I can't wait to ditch you dipshits. You're a sophomore, (laughs) and you're like, God damn this city! I think it was very much more so, like, all of our friends were trying to find a category so we could all win something, and that was just the one that I landed on. And I was, so then I started campaigning for it, because I wasn't going to win, like, best eyes or anything else so oh you have lovely eyes well thank you Behind but those glasses. there was who plenty the hell more. won that <laughs> <laughs> we'll find her it's there fine. was also best legs but I wait kinda, they had that yes what the fuck you could like never get away with that i feel like that's now. something they would have had when you and i were in college and they didn't have that when i was oh, no, in we school, definitely high school I feel like that's right. I, I feel, need to go I find like the list now. I don't. You definitely should. They had a uh, best legs category. One hundred percent. We just got triggered up top. Yeah. <laughs> the thing. Oh, we did get triggered. We did. We got Holy triggered. Shit. Yeah. Like that. We didn't have that. No. Hell because no. we weren't that stupid. We had like we had best eyes. We had uh, best friends. Best smile. Those people never spoke again. Best smile. Best hair. Most uh, likely to succeed. No, yeah. we didn't have that because it was it was slim pickings. Most likely to get an STD. Did you guys have that one? No, we just assumed everyone would <laughs> and did. <laughs> no, ours were, were really really basic, but best legs. That's no, crazy. That, that was one hundred percent a category. I have to go find it now to confirm. But I would love that. I feel like I need to phone a friend and hey. get confirmation. Oh, yeah, yeah, fire off a text. Yeah, I, don't care. I just don't understand like how because. You're a little bit younger than we are. <laughs> I just had my 30th birthday yeah. so 11 you, years ago. You're right on Joe's heels. <laughs> I, I can't even imagine that you... There's no way you'd get away with that now. I don't know. Maybe it's just one of those things that... I, I don't know. Again, I wouldn't had, think so. I wouldn't think so at all. Yeah, I, but, I think hey, it was like another like a nod to being like athletic it was just like another i think that's the direction in which we took it which i mean still not great but that's definitely what it was by the way most people don't think about that you know what i mean like if that was anybody's intent well they missed the mark (laughs) oh we had a most most athletic too yeah oh that'd be awesome so um where the fuck did we oh yeah so you were like no i want i want i just wanted to win something (laughs) to be honest with you and i didn't really fit in any of the other categories or knew i wasn't gonna win so i was like "Hmm, put me for that one so when you're when your high school did that for the yearbook did they do cute little photos for each category category holy shit what word was that (laughs) what word was that category category sounds like a plate i don't oh my god what is wrong with my mouth um, we had a, like a whole ceremony. Like we, I, I can picture us sitting in the auditorium and they like called you up and you went up on stage and they pulled a sash on you. And I definitely what? still have really? the sash. Yes. I definitely still have we the sash. We just took a photo. 
Like, oh no, we it was ha- the whole ceremony. My f- the male winner, me, and the female winner, Shelly Richardson, took a photo. We were back to back, and we both had t- duct tape over our mouths. That was that was, and that's what ended that's up cute. in the yearbook. No, we had a whole thing. We should talk uh. more about your high school on future podcasts. I mean, it's not. Yeah, I mean, we can. There's nothing interesting. No, I I know it was a joke. I don't want to talk about. Okay, <laughs> so you <laughs> got you got the hell out because you you clearly had to stick to what you committed to. Yeah, well, actually... Yeah, uh, the sash would call you. you correct. Yeah, yes, I was, I was being called you out. You had to yes. leave for a while. But really, one of my friends was like, wouldn't it be funny if we went to school in Florida? And I mean, like, we're in high school, so it, it seemed funny. Like, we would go that far away for college. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was looking, and I started looking, and then <coughs> I applied really early to three schools in Florida and was like, okay, I'll figure this out. If I don't get into them, because at that point I thought I wouldn't get into college for some reason, um, I will find a, a place in Ohio to go. And I ended up getting accepted all three of them. So it was kind wow. of like, okay, well, I guess this is happening. And I'm not trying to diminish you getting into college. That's awesome. I think if we took a 10-minute break, we could all get into every school in Florida. Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> We don't have high regard for the state we've, of Florida. We've, we've dedicated episodes to Florida. Yeah. What did you think about it? Did you like Because the funny thing was when I was in high school and college, there were so many people, especially in college, their only plan, because they, they hated the cold, like, I'm getting out of here, I'm going to Florida. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like the only place we knew existed that was warm. warm. And everybody oh, yeah. wanted to go to Clearwater. Everyone I knew was like, go to Clearwater, Clearwater. And you know I mean? now we know Scientology Central. We've never heard from those people again. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I don't think I have seen it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Zenu took them. Yeah. So what did you, did you like Florida? Yeah, it was fine. Um, Orlando is 100% the armpit of Florida. Uh, so there's no breeze in the summer and it is just like stagnant 99 degree air. And it was pretty awful in the summer. Um, so at some point I kind of realized that I couldn't stay there in the summer and unfortunately I couldn't be a snowbird yeah, at this age. In the summer, so so. <laughs> snowbird already. Yeah. Also yeah. <laughs> at the ripe age of nineteen. Correct. So <laughs> I was like, well I guess this won't work. Right. Also I feel like there are several armpits down in like that's not Florida a state is that has, just an that's armpit. Not, that's not a state that has two armpits. Oh no. <laughs> lots. So when you ended up going there, did your friend end up going too? No. The, okay. Uh, she okay. well she did she went to Virginia Tech, so she didn't end up going uh, like I mean, she yeah. at least got out of the state, but no, she did not go to Florida. I mean, Virginia Tech's legit enough. Yeah. That's good school. I mean, um, she was far enough away from home, so I guess she tried to. Look, if you're going to be in Virginia, you might as well be in the majority of Ohio. I mean, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's still snowing. It's still cold. It's true. It's not, you know. So you go to Florida. You get your education. And what was, you know, you talked about your grandma, but like, what was... What was it that brought you back and kept you here? Um, I would say just realizing all of the things that there were to do and that I was living at home so it was cheap to live here, but there was still like a lot of fun stuff to do and like new places to go explore. I think even at that point I was already excited to go try new restaurants and find new things and it was easy to do so. Um, and what year was that when you came back? Do you remember? 2016. So that's... Also around the time that oh, it really oh, started yes. building Oh, yes. Oh, that's here. also, I would say, uh, the time where we spent, what, two months just getting absolutely hammered for the final, for the NBA finals, for the oh. playoffs or everything. So, yes. I mean, that was a blast. Like, the entire city was together. Oh, really? Now that you think about it, like, that was kind of a perfect storm oh, for you. Oh, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yes. I, I, yes. I, and and it, this it's interesting to really think about it, well, clearly you... 
Exactly. Like you have thought about this, like the, but to just hear this now, like had, had everything been status quo in the city of Cleveland and there wouldn't have been that excitement, who knows what would have, you know, for you, what would have, if you would have even led you down the path you're you're on today. Well, yeah. And I mean, I hate to say this, but I would be remiss to not mention that I met my boyfriend at the time too. And he had been here for a few years, like going out and doing all that. So like, not only were we just going out for the finals, like we were going to the spots, like we were going where everyone was having a blast. The beer was really cheap. Like we were going to really cool places too. So I definitely think that helped. It wasn't like we just went out and like took a shot in the dark at what bar we were going to go to. Like we ended up in like cool bars, like hoopals, which I still love, like going to really cool places like that, that (laughs) I think definitely made a difference as well. So shout out hoopals, by the way, (laughs) never been there. Um, so do you, so are we are we to the point now where it's appropriate to ask what was what was the first place you went the first photo you took that started the whole thing or is there something between hoopals and your boyfriend and that that we need to address No, I don't think so. Okay. All right. Good. So what was it? Yeah, what was what, it what where you were off? like, what holy shit, I'm you know, going to do this thing? Now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure the first, the first photo I posted on the bucket list was a sunset photo of the skyline from Hoople's. Because, like, when you come outside of Hoople's, you can see, like, the bridge and you can see the oh, skyline yeah, yeah, yeah. and the Actually, river. Yeah. yeah, so I'm pretty sure that that was, like, the first photo that I posted on the bucket right, so, list. So, so, so Hoople's, thank well, you. Hang on to that. That's our staple. <laughs> That's your first. But yeah. how did... How did Cleveland, how did you become Cleveland Cleveland bucket list and have that as the first? So I was, I think I realized that people were probably tired of me posting about how much I loved Cleveland on my personal Instagram <laughs> and all my friends from college, I'd been spending so much time trying to convince them to come visit that I figured it would be interesting if I started an Instagram that was separate from my personal Instagram. So like if they wanted to follow along, they could, but if they didn't, they didn't have to. Um, and I really honestly cannot tell you why I decided that it should be called the Cleveland bucket list, but it was not taken and I just kind of ran with it. Uh, I think that's how we came up with our network email too. Yeah. It was the only thing not taken. <laughs> Wait, that's, <laughs> no, there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. We wanted to be called the Dallas Mavericks. But yeah, we, we oh, were um, we were working on coming up with websites, and we couldn't find anything. Like we'd have these ideas, we couldn't find anything where we didn't have to pay for the dom- the the domain. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and some of them were like two grand. Mm-hmm. Like fuck that, we're gonna keep going until we find something for <laughs> nothing. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly how we've landed where we are. So, okay, so. You decided you're annoying everybody with your like, oh my god, I can't believe I never wanted to be here. I love it here. Mm-hmm. Fire up uh, the Cleveland bucket list and start with hoopals and a sunset over Lake Erie, <laughs> yep. right? Yep. And what did you what did you notice when you did that? Like, what was it that? Caused you to realize you were on to something or maybe that didn't even happen yet So I was still working in social media um, And I was posting a picture every once in a while um, Kind of lame like we weren't really going anywhere crazy. I wasn't doing any of like the food photography I think there's like a picture of Campbell's popcorn from where it was like at where I worked and I just posted that so I would say it probably was like 
six or seven months before I started trying a little bit harder at it and realizing that it could be something and it wasn't just like for my friends. Um, I ended up quitting that job and I think when I quit that job and had kind of like the summer off to go around and explore is when I really started to take off and realize that like maybe I should actually do something with this instead of just like posting random photos that I'd taken. No, I think that's all. And and it seems in a very short amount of time you were able to actually pull that off too. Because you are, you said about a year. So a sunset photo at Hoople's a year later, you have over 11,000 followers that are not even just followers, and I can't stress that enough that it's it's something that people use. We work with people. We have friends that follow this. When we we told them that we were going to have you on, they knew who you were. Maybe not obviously you personally, yeah. But they've gone they they gone to your page. They follow you and they use it. They use it to be like, I want to try this place. I want to try this bar. I want to try this restaurant. This event has come up. I want to do those things. So you've definitely done that. <laughs> yes. So what do you want, what would you want people to know about how it, it started with that simple photo and then you taking six or seven months to realize I might be onto something in term and turned it into what, what it is today? Like what, what's the biggest, what's the biggest takeaway in terms of that whole entire experience over a year? In terms of like what I want people to take away or like what I've taken away? Actually, both. Both, I think that's yeah. A, yeah, I think that's a great question. So I would say the first thing that I really want people to know is that <sighs> every place that I post about, I've been to. I don't take other people's pictures and just post them and come up with a caption. Like sometimes I haven't been to all of the places, but my friends have, and they really enjoy them. Um, so it's always something that we've experienced. It's not just something that someone is paying us to talk about, or someone else just has a really cool picture that we want to use. We, we only post about what we've been to and so in that sense like it's just something that's very authentic and I want to keep it that way I want to make sure that people know that you know we're recommending things that we do seriously want you to try um the thing that I've taken away from it is honestly it's kind of been a fun marketing experience considering that I'm in marketing so it's just been a fun experience using it as a tool to learn more about marketing whether it be like Facebook advertisements or just learning about how people interact with influencers or um, kind of how the whole influencer marketing w- world works. Um, I think it's been a lot of fun just using it as a tool to continue to learn. And the, you just said something that I that I wanted to ask about. You mentioned you wanted it to be authentic. Is there is there m- influence marketing that isn't authentic? Definitely. And what I mean, how do you identify it? Yeah, I mean, what does that look like? Um, I I mean, I would say that. For me, one thing that I'm very true with the bucket list is I try and keep it local and keep it very local. There's lots of chains in Cleveland that are chains, and whether they're owned as a franchise by someone that's local is kind of, to me, a different story than just a chain that, you know, moved in, like, the restaurants at Crocker. There's some that are really great, but they're chains, and they're national Mm -hmm. chains. Yeah. And I still go there. I'm not saying that I don't, but if they reach out to me and they want to have me post about them, that just doesn't follow what the bucket list is because it's not a local business. So I would say that it's, I would say that a lot of the sponsored posts are things that you should be a little bit wary about. Um, but in the same sense, it's kind of in the copy as well. I think I don't know. It's hard for me because I've done this for so long. I mean, I've been in marketing for a while that I kind of know what copy that is just inauthentic looks like. Yeah. Okay. So, no, that's that's 
good to know. I, I don't think that's something that he and I would be able to identify. No. Not necessarily. I think it's easier to identify on the bigger level. Like, I mean, we can go back to the Kardashian example, whereas they, you know, they're getting paid lots and lots of money to post about a sure. brand. So, Fire Festival! It... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, does it really matter to them? No. Right. <laughs> I, you're 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 right. That it's funny you bring about the the fire festival thing because you know so many people dipped out when that thing went to shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, do you remember who the first local business was that reached out to you directly for for that kind of marketing as opposed to you having to do take it upon yourself? Um, one that comes to mind is I do every Sunday, small business Sunday features. And she had reached out to me because I had interviewed one of her friends, but Jackie Walsh from Hope Yoga in Fairview Park. She actually reached out to me and asked me if she could be part of the feature. And that was one of the first people that like actually acknowledged that I was doing Sunday small business features mm-hmm. and oh, cool. told me that she was reading them. So that was really cool. That's awesome. Um, and then I would say one of the first big events that we went to that was sponsored was Vault. Um, They had us come in for a bourbon tasting. So we actually got to go in um, to the bar and meet the bar manager. And he gave us some samples, um, some bourbon samples that they would be doing at the event that they were hosting, as well as letting us try their signature cocktail. And that kind of honestly kickstarted me into enjoying bourbon. So that was really cool. And then unfortunately, I was out of town, but my boyfriend got to go to the bourbon tasting event. And he loved it. So okay. that one was really cool. It's really terrible. You have to work these hours. I know, right? Yeah. You know, and, and oh, God. Well, now, bourbon now, and food. Now yeah, I'm pissed right? off. Like, nobody's asked Joe and I to come Are you drink hiring? bourbon. I mean, we, <laughs> we do this now. <laughs> right. We're, we're drinking and bourbon we're in on the, the reg. We're in the hole. Nobody's <laughs> asking us to do anything. I am still I waiting. Should... This is an investment, <laughs> and I'm going to keep going. But I have not also... seen a dime. Right. As a matter of fact, if anything, we're bringing bourbon to people. Mm-hmm. We're influencers, basically, is what it is. Yeah. No, we're influencing people to get drunk, but nobody is asking us to help influence others to get drunk. Yeah. And I think that that's unfortunate. Is, that's exactly correct. It's unfortunate. You influence me to get drunk when you text me and you're clearly drunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's pretty awesome, though. So it's it got it's evolved to the point where actually I should ask this as a question, not not an assumption. Has it evolved to the point where you don't have to do the legwork as much anymore? Where you have local businesses coming to you as you as opposed to you knocking on doors. I feel like both. Um, yeah, I, it's evolved enough in that people want me to post about their business, but I would say they don't necessarily want to be involved. Like I don't have people reaching out necessarily to be a part of the like small business Sunday features, which I feel like is a little disappointing because that's like something that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it has gone to the point where there are opportunities that I've like had to say no to, which I think is pretty exciting. But I also have to mention that I honestly do not other. Than getting to go to events for free, I do not profit off of the bucket list at all. Do you, you mentioned that when actually we when we met for drinks because mm-hmm. that was actually my first. Because I look at your page and I look at how many people go to it, and you're like, it's not, it's something. It, this is something that you really like doing. I think you obviously would like to be able to make a living off it, but you you were pretty open very early on. Look, I'm not, I'm not getting paid to do this like mm-hmm. the, the what everyone thinks. I'll yeah. check some stuff out and that's it. But you just you seem to really just love doing it. Well, I mean, we just really like to drink and eat dinner. So if like mm-hmm. we get one free dinner, that's a week, what I meant. I was like, trying to make it sound better. For oh you. no, that's fine. <laughs> I'm 100 percent interested in As like you a have free two dinner. empty beer cans and some chips in front of you. Exactly. 
<laughs> is there anything um, business-wise, organization-wise, uh, I, I don't know, is there anything that you would steer clear from in terms of like putting your putting it in attached with Cleveland bucket list? Uh, maybe it's a philosophical thing. Maybe it's like, no, this isn't what we're really after. I mean, what or political is it, political's a big thing yeah, now. That's actually a great one. Like, where does it end in terms of like well, uh, attaching your name to it? That's actually really funny because I was just having a conversation with my boyfriend last night about how I feel like um, I see people posting a lot of political things on Instagram and on Facebook all the time, but I feel like they're not actually going out and voting. Nope. And so we were kind of talking about what it would look like for the bucket list to do some sort of like rock the vote event. Whereas like, I'm not trying to influence you to vote in any way. I just want you to vote. I don't really care vote, who yeah. you vote for. And so I feel like at the end of the day, like my influence is always just, I want you to do something. I don't care what it is. Like even in Cleveland, like I want you to go out and experience something, but it doesn't matter to me if you're going to the bar or if you would prefer to do something that's free. So I try and like cover all of that. And so I feel like as long as I'm influencing you to get out of your house or go do something that you wouldn't necessarily do, that's great. I think it's a really good idea. I think it's a good thing to do, especially the way that you kind of just described doing it. You're not pushing someone in one direction. You're just pushing them to pick a direction. Yeah. And that's, I think, did you say rock the vote? Yeah. That's like an old like yeah, that's MTV, an MTV term. That's thing, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. I did, because that's... Late 90s yeah. MTV. You know, just dating yeah. the shit out of ourselves no. here. But yeah, that's that was a... Yeah. That was a big. Uh, that was the, the 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 MTV pushback. I like that a lot. I think it's a really good idea. I think it's a good idea, especially for a younger generation, which I think is a lot of the people that are following you. Mm-hmm. You're in that younger generation too, and unfortunately, that's where you're. A lot of times, we'll see a lot of the low voter turnout, but the most vocal people. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's what frustrates me the most is I see people sharing things, and I'm like, yeah, I really agree with that. But like, are you doing anything about that opinion that you have? Probably not. Right. It's you know it, one of the things that Joe and I talked about when we were interviewed by Um One of the things we talked about was, look, we have a platform. People people listen to this podcast and not that we're we're not we're certainly not changing people's minds or patting ourselves on the back but we have we we feel like we have a responsibility to the Cleveland community the vast majority of our listeners are in the city of Cleveland um, or you know close suburbs so kind of the same thing you know it would be irresponsible of us I think I mean, I'm looking at you. You're not nodding your head. I'm starting to get nervous. It would be irresponsible of us to not to not utilize that platform to give back to the city mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. Absolutely. You know, wh- whether we're talking to you or you know the lady butchers, whatever whatever somebody's involved in. Look, whether we believe in it or not, they're you know they're passionate about us yep. about it. Why wouldn't we at least give them the opportunity to talk about it and support them in whatever it is? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we're not talking about you know absurd ideals that people may have. We're not backing that kind of thing, but mm-hmm. you know, it's it's the same thing. Like if you if you've identified something that you feel like, hey, I I have a voice. You should take it. Take advantage sounds bad, but it's it's accurate. Mm-hmm. You should take advantage of the fact that you have that platform to be able to have that stance be heard. Yep, that's what we were talking about. It was like, I feel like 
there's now, especially that I've hit 10K, a responsibility that I feel to use it to do more. How many of those? So I do want to get to the. Did you have a question? I'm sorry. No, I was just, I, I oh. very, because you said I was, I, I do agree. And I think the point you were getting at is the same thing that I believe in, that we both believe in. Carissa really believes in, got to build that wall. <laughs> I watched no, it. No. Did I read that wrong? I read that I wrong. I read that wrong. That's on me. <laughs> this That's on this me. past weekend, uh, I watched a phenomenal documentary um, about the building of the wall that I highly recommend for everybody. I believe it's called The River and the Wall. Oh, I've, I've it's yeah. so fucking good, and it's filled with stuff that I had not never even considered. And it was it was really good. So that's I'm just throwing that out there because Joe wants to keep the people from Mexico out of the United States. <laughs> no, I just so I read it wrong. Right? Uh, no, but I, I I definitely agree with Patrick. He and I will always talk about those kind of things. And I think even if you don't maybe feel like you have the responsibility, you, you may not even want the responsibility. You have kind of have it. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. You know, you, you, and then maybe that maybe it's not what you set out for, but. In a way, you kind of have it. So, again, that's why, again, I think I like that with the way that you put it when we were talking about the rock and the boat thing is that you weren't pushing someone to a direction. You were just pushing them to pick a direction. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the most important thing. How much interaction do you have with your followers? Um, a decent amount. I get a decent amount of people that directly message me asking for specific recommendations, like specific to them. Mm -hmm. um, one of the coolest ones I got was someone that had said that they were looking to move to Cleveland, and someone had asked where I lived, and I said Lakewood, and he was really excited because they were looking in Lakewood, but they weren't sure if they should move to Lakewood. They were also looking into Rocky River, but since I had kind of introduced myself, and I and he was a younger professional as well, he was, like, asking where he should live, which is maybe a little bit aggressive just because I, I feel like I'm pretty biased, and I don't want to use my bias, but it, he was very nice in saying, like, what he was looking for, and I felt like I was helpful so that was kind of cool um but sometimes they're more interactive than others it kind of depends like what i post about and what i'm asking um i think they could be more interactive but i think a lot of the times people read something cool send it to their friends and go do it and they're not necessarily interacting directly with a page and i don't get to see that offline part where they're actually going to where i've recommended that actually might be my opinion because of your growing following yeah i think a lot of them might think she has so many followers, she probably just gets bombarded with messages and interactions all day. I'd be wasting my time. She's never going to get to it. That's my opinion. Yeah, definitely. And I think even when people message me, like they will say, oh, if you have the time or if you can figure it out. And they're like the only person that messaged me that day. So it's kind of exciting to me. So I definitely don't feel like um, it's gotten to a point where it's not we're not able to manage it or I'm not able to manage it. Thank God we got you before you're not able to manage it. <laughs> I know. I, I feel actually like you're adding your a message. thousand per week. I'll tell you, oh, I am too. Because I actually, so like when it was time to actually reach out, uh, I actually, I mean, this, I haven't put this much care into emails I send at work. Like I, I got yours down. I was like, all right, man, show your accolades who you've interviewed, but don't be boastful. <laughs> <laughs> typed all this out I showed it to Chris I'm like it's good right <laughs> and I sent it I was like ah probably it's, never hear from her I think we heard from her the next day yeah, I mean you were you were very quick to respond it's funny because the vast majority of people that we've reached out to there's only a couple who either A never replied or B were just kind of like 
Yeah, no thanks, but thanks. I, I yeah. am surprised at that. Like I, that that not. I don't know. I guess I just figured that this that's something that just happens so often. But like people we've talked to, I, I mean, I think you were probably one of the fastest ones. Uh, the saucy song girls again. I was like, oh my god, they responded to it. like things like that. I, I, me myself, and maybe other people who maybe aren't as interactive think that they have so many. There's just no way they're gonna read that. Yeah, I can see that for sure. But I think I find it funny because I feel like it's gone the complete up opposite direction in that people feel like they can't message me because I get so many messages and then I don't get any because no one will message me. <laughs> it it it's it's so funny because Joe and I have been begging people that listen to this podcast to interact mm-hmm. we cannot get interaction at all not and we, positive interaction i guess well any <laughs> incels fucking no hate incels us. hate us yeah but but we encourage that <laughs> that's fine i, I mean we have I mean, we've got listeners across the majority of the united states and across several countries um, and we can't get anybody to give a fuck about talking to us. Shout out to the stranger in the UK. Yeah, who, who the fuck listening. are you? Dude, reach out to Please. us. Please. We really want to know who you are because I don't get it. <laughs> I don't. It's the yeah. same. It's one listen in the UK every single time. Every episode we put up, we get... Um, also, somebody in Norway is uh, consistent. So, like, I guess, I guess our like, listen, we're begging for this motherfucker to email us. Yeah, and, and you're just still. like, I get so many fucking messages, I can't even keep up with them. <laughs> we're asking this guy on the other side of the world to message us <laughs> right. to ask him what is it you see in us. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that, that I don't know. If, to, to me, that 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 would be kind of my thought behind it. So I think it's great that you want people to be more interactive with that, well, I even despite say, some of the n- interactions you don't want. That's true. Well, I will say that I still, to this day, reach out to people to be a free feature of their business. Let mm-hmm. me interview you, be a free feature, and they don't even respond. Sure. Which I think really? is hilarious. They're like, dumb. It's literally free marketing. Yeah. If they're not, and, and I'm being dead serious, it's one thing for them not to reply to Joe and I, right? <laughs> no, still, I'm being serious. Still yeah. rude. Still rude. Right. Still, well, yes. <laughs> still hurts. We can't get past 270 followers. <laughs> We're like 281, dude. Update your Instagram. <laughs> Sorry. I, I deleted it from my phone. That's cool. Um, yeah. And then um, for them to completely not even acknowledge the fact that you're reaching out to them is is legitimately foolish. That's 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 what, what which businesses? Yeah. Well, we're, I'm also we're, waiting. We're not list them out I'm waiting for the ones that I reached out to when I had like a thousand followers, uh-huh. not even a thousand followers, to like slowly come back and like join the bandwagon. And like every time I see like one follow me, I'm kind of like hello there. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd be hello, back. Old yes. friend. Welcome to the boat. That's gotta be, that's, that's, that's gotta be, yeah, that's like when like an ex-girlfriend likes a photo of yours on Facebook you're like, yeah, I know, I, I get it. Hello. Um, I get it. You blew it, but I get it. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things I, I have written down here that I wanted to come back to is you mentioned interacting with other influencers and that's gotta be an odd dichotomy like, I don't know. I mean, clearly the businesses love it. The more yes. people that they have singing their praises and showing their phenomenal dishes, etc., mm-hmm. um, they gotta love it. But from a an influencer marketer perspective, that's gotta be a little bit touch and go in terms of how that works out. Or am I reading it wrong? It no, definitely. Yeah, I would think it is. And I would say it's hard for me being in the marketing realm to see like. People who gets involved gets invited to events that if I was the person doing the marketing, like maybe that's not who I would invite or like 
I've never really been asked what my following looks like. And so my following could easily be something that doesn't fit your business. Maybe you're a business with an older clientele and that's what you want to keep. Like my following is a lot younger and they only ever really look at things on their phone. So if your website isn't optimized for mobile and you want a crowd that's going to spend a lot of money, that's probably not the best thing for me to post about, but they don't care. They just want people to come post about their business. So that part I find hard because I'm on the other side of it as well in my job and what I've learned. Um, And then there's just kind of a weird, like, influencer group in Cleveland. I feel like it's kind of clicky and it feels a lot like high school, which I find so strange. What do you you mean? Like Like a Mean Girls vibe? And by the way, to me, everything you're saying is brand new. Like, the concept of influencer marketing started, like... When we did our fire festival episode was the first time I heard anything about influencers uh-huh. and it was it was mind blowing to me so like what do you what do you mean in terms of like it's it's clicky it's high schoolish like how how does that I don't get why that would be. <laughs> So, like, people, there's a group, there'll be a group of people that always get invited to things, and a lot of the times I find that their following is a lot smaller than the bucket list, and that's fine. I mean, I can't be everywhere, and I don't, I'm not asking to be invited to everything, that's fine, but I just think it's funny if there's, like, a huge group of people, and they always go to the exact same things. Like, they're always together, they're always being invited together, um, and, like, the same businesses are always just inviting that group of people, or, like, they all interact with each other, but don't really interact outside of the brands that they support or the businesses that they support. There's no like full coverage of Cleveland. I just pictured like, I actually did just picture a mean girl scenario. Three influencers going to the same thing together, all competing for the same thing and talking about each other when the other one leaves the room. I, I don't know why I don't know why I immediately yeah. went there. I definitely feel like it's so personal to me because grow, like growing up, I always felt like everyone was always talking about me. But I feel like when I do see them places that isn't an influencer event, like we're just at the same event, like Taste of Lakewood, we're at the same event. I feel like they're talking about me, or they're like, "Oh, that's the girl that does the bucket list." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Hi, it's really nice to meet you. I yeah. would love to talk to you." But yeah. there's none of that. It's like very, oh, we're competing. Like so, I'm not competing with everyone. I want everyone to support Cleveland. Yeah, and, and actually, we're gonna get back to that because you had a um, a video post or story post, whatever the fuck they're called, um, <laughs> about that. And but I I don't want to let go of this bone yet. Okay. So I don't understand. It's hard for me to understand why there would be. Is it possible that these people are just friends with the, of the people that own these businesses, or are they just keep stiff arming other people for some reason? And why would they do that? It's 100% that they're probably just friends with the business, and there's plenty of businesses that I'm friends with that I don't feel like use influencer marketing except for me. And so I'm sure on the flip side, if you aren't me, you probably think like, oh, they don't want to use us or they don't want to invite us. So definitely friends is a a big part of it, but um, I just feel like there's a missed opportunity in some places to involve the bucket list or not involve the bucket list, whatever. And. I, yeah, I still don't understand. <laughs> like, I don't know why a business would do that. Like, what benefit would they have to say, let's say Joe's an influencer, right? Joe and Carissa go to, in, are, actually, let me ask this question first. Are they both, they're there together, mm-hmm. but are they both separately marketing the same event or are they doing it together? Most of the time they're doing it together. Okay. You can, like, a lot of times you can bring someone with you to the events and a lot of the times um the blogs or the in 
Instagram accounts, like, they're run by two people or at mm-hmm. least three people, so mm-hmm. they'll all come because they're all part of it. Do you think any of it has – do you think maybe they just feel – Certain businesses or whatever just feel loyalty to the others, and they feel like if they invite another influencer, that that could sever a tie with the other influencers. Definitely, and I feel like they feel like they found like the influencer clientele, whatever that they're looking for. They found their foothold. Yeah, they found that it's someone that will post about them, and I I think it probably goes exactly back to what you said. Maybe people think that at this point, because I have so many followers. So many followers. Um, that <laughs> you have a lot. You I'm have to not around that it. I'm not attainable, or like that they don't feel like I would show up, or that I want to support their business. And I feel like there are a couple like instances that have happened in Cleveland where people think that I'm like deliberately not supporting a business or deliberately supporting really? a business. And I, like I honestly don't care. I just I go where we go. What, why I I can see that on an individual basis, or maybe on a you know, a, a growing hip podcast basis right? Yeah. <laughs> that maybe you wouldn't respond, but not from a business standpoint. Yeah, I, I don't. It makes no if they, sense. If they don't respond, they don't respond, but you have to hit as much as you can to get your name out there. That, that is strange to me. <laughs> I, I think everything you're saying is right, and I'm not discounting it. It's hard for me to understand why somebody who is starting a business, has a business, anything that wants to grow their base or get their name out there would limit the amount of people that could help them from a social media aspect, which is clearly the highest and, and most popular way that anyone gets their name out. And I'm, I'm mm-hmm. thank thanks for saying that because and by the way, in my in my confusion of this whole thing, yes. it has n- absolutely nothing to do with you. I'm a business major. Yes. I've been in I've worked in businesses the entirety of my professional career. It makes zero sense that any business would say, "Hey, Joe and Carissa have um, you know, 1500 followers." I'm going to invite them to every every event, but that that one that's growing exponentially, look, we're not going to be super cooperative. That doesn't, that literally makes zero sense, particularly like Joe said in the, in the climate of marketing that exists today, how, how much social media drives, drives that. And it's only going to grow every, every passing year. That's gonna again. That's gonna be the way that you get your name out there. Of course, the days of commercials and radio. That, that, Nobody, that, shit, that shit's yeah. gone. Nobody it's fucking gone. cares. Mm-hmm. They're they're not looking for your name on the side of a of a vehicle, or no one's opening the yellow pages. <laughs> like, whatever. Is that even still a thing? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, yes. good. Um, I think so. Mm-hmm. Next to my rotary rot- phone, I have one. We gotta have them on next. <laughs> the yellow pages. <laughs> yeah, it's just surprising to me that that's the thing. So, so you you mentioned it could be clicky and that's between the influencer themselves and that organization i would say it's more so between the influencers but i am 100 yeah. like i always feel like everyone's talking about me so i could clearly be making all of this up and maybe they just think that i'm like unapproachable <laughs> which could easily be the case but i just always just feel awkward have you can you think of a specific um group of influencers or business where you maybe you don't want to say um, and I understand, by the way. I mean, we're so super popular; everyone's going to hear this. Yeah, just write it down. We'll say it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you? Can you think of anything in particular where you've experienced that? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a. I know this is something that we wanted to talk about. There's a comment on one of my posts about a business in Lakewood, and I'll just say businesses um, in Lakewood that I posted about, and a couple people started commenting that I was. That that business in Lakewood had ripped off another business in Lakewood. So they're commenting commenting this on my post. And at this point, I already kind of felt like the business that they were talking about 
didn't feel like I was supporting them as well as I could be, but I just don't go there. I mean, we, we, we go where we go and that's what we post about, but I'd gladly go there too. It's just, we haven't made it there. There's a very long list on my refrigerator mm-hmm. of places I haven't been, but people started commenting on one of my posts about this business and how it was disrespectful. And that really doesn't have a lot to do with me. And it really kind of honestly hurt my feelings because I'm again, just out here trying to support everyone in Cleveland that I can. And I get overwhelmed that it's not easy to support everyone all the time. So it's disrespectful that you weren't able to make it to a place yet? Yes. Oh, Christ. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. And we this don't have to do this now, but <laughs> if you could point us out to them when we're done, <laughs> I'd like to launch a viral campaign well, against in- that. That's, just, that's insane to me. Yeah. How many bars, restaurants, events that happen all the time. We were just joking around about how a new brewery pops up in Cleveland every five months. <laughs> new bars open up all the time. We're in Lakewood. I mean, mm-hmm. Lakewood is constantly having another one. The, the, the Lindy's Lake House, another one. I can think of three right now that just opened up that I haven't been to, and I've been here for five years, mm-hmm. and they're a mile away from me. Yep. That doesn't mean that I have something against the new Italian place Absolutely. that just opened up. I just... I have a job, sir. I haven't <laughs> fucking gotten there yet. Yeah. Why does it? This is not a personal attack yeah. on them. I just haven't gotten there. Yeah. Also, going out all times ex- expensive. Say, sometimes I income. work from home. Sometimes I cook at home. Sometimes I have guests. <laughs> right. Sometimes I go visit my mom. I can't just go there all the time. <laughs> Jesus fucking right. Christ, man! Calm Give down, me a break. I'm down, Joe. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's just anyway. It's... But I mean, I guess to sum up, it's clear you have a problem with some of these businesses. And that's why you didn't go. <laughs> that, I'm sorry. And then that just, that's just so odd. And that just might be the internet in general now, yes. nowadays. Oh. Social media in weird. general. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, because your page is not, it, like we were joking around earlier, your page isn't Yelp. No. This isn't where you go to complain about. You don't want to go there. You had a bad experience. Don't go. Don't fucking go back, man. Correct. It, just. This- there's plenty of businesses that I don't post about because I've had a bad experience or I don't – there's something has happened that I don't agree with them or I don't agree with what they do or whatever. But you don't know that. Nobody yeah. would know and who good they for are. You. Yeah. Your post isn't went here, yep. had a terrible experience. I hope it closes. Yeah. And by the way, like this is where, this is where Joe and I very quickly lose touch with – Women, men. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't know Kids, how to say it. Business, Be- society. People that care about that shit. Like, it. Why does that fucking matter? And bravo to you, where you're like, look, I, I didn't have a great experience. You know what? I'm not gonna do. Trash them because of the experience that you had. Maybe it was a bad day. Maybe somebody's mother just died. Mm-hmm. Maybe something awful <laughs> just transpired. You know what I mean? So think about well, that too. If, if, if they're mad at you for not giving a place that they like props. Maybe they should be thanking you because maybe you did go there and have a bad experience and you didn't torch them and you should be thanking you for not doing that. Very true. So Um, what is the name of that place? Did anybody anybody see the Lakewood community page where someone was complaining about the, what was it, $5 fries at Lindy's and they got like four fries on the plate? So Lindy's ended up giving everyone free fries for a week because I hate everybody in the world. I do. But like someone went on and just blasted them and they had just opened. It was opening week. Yeah. It, like, it, that's the thing. Like, I, I've i come up with this idea that maybe I shouldn't go vis- visit a, re- a new restaurant within the first month, which is hard yeah. because I want to post about it. But we went to one, and it was awful. That, yeah. awful. That's so funny. Awful. But I didn't post about it because I don't need to. And no. I'll go back at some point. 
And I, maybe I, it'll be better. I'll tell you, it's yeah. funny, but we went to Lindy's Lake House to get brunch. They weren't doing... Yeah, when new businesses open, especially restaurants and bars, it is a shit show. Mm-hmm. It just usually is because they're, mm-hmm. their, they're getting their feet wet. You know, they're, they're trying to find everything. It's probably busy because it's brand new. And we went in there to get brunch because that's what we wanted. And they were like, we don't have breakfast yet. I think they have it now, like a week later. Mm-hmm. We had a drink and we left. I didn't berate the waiter. Mm-hmm. Like, how dare fault. you, sir? Yeah, not serving You're telling breakfast. me I will not get eggs? Get back there and cook <laughs> them yourself. No, I was like, ah, it sucks. But and then they had it the next week and we're going to go back. Exactly. I just, nah, fuck it. And, and the <laughs> other thing that drives me up a fucking wall is... Somebody who's going to take the time to write a message on your thing saying that they had a bad time. Good for you. (laughs) Tell everybody. Like, I don't care. Uh I do not care. But people think they're so important and that their opinion just has to be fucking heard that they're going to go to the person with 11,000 followers and go, I'm going to get I'm going to get you. All these people are going to know. I don't fucking care. As a matter of fact. There's a darn good chance that if you've come across as a prick in that message, I'm going to go in spite of you. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I think the thing that drove me the most nuts is a, lo- a couple of the like negative messages were being posted on either like um, posts that were doing really, really well or posts that had a lot of comments. And I get nervous that people are reading that and thinking like, oh, she recommended something that's actually really shitty. But like, I don't want them to get notoriety because they are tacking themselves onto my post that's doing really really well like Mm -hmm. i don't that's no like if you want to start a viral facebook campaign about how shitty this business is that's not my problem like don't do that on my page we kind of talked about that like was it last night uh, because he and i were texting back and forth about you know politics and importance no just kidding i was gonna say what some of the things we want to talk about here and there and we saw your post, your uh, your your story about that. We're like, oh well, we're gonna talk about that for sure uh-huh. because that is again, as we've been talking about for the last like five ten minutes, is just that that's something I've, just, I've never I've never understood. I've been eating in restaurants for a good part of my life. I've had plenty of bad experiences. I've never walked out thinking I got to find a way to take these guys down. Yeah, and yeah, now that social media is a thing and it's obviously more prevalent as we've gotten older, but. I've never even done that. I've never, I've never even. I love reading negative comments. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I do. They're hilarious. Mm-hmm. But I've never just like I gotta join in here. Or anything how about, like that. How about this? And I, I didn't even think about it until you just said something like, particularly in in places like Lakewood, right, where there's a high concentration of new places, restaurants, bars. Oh, they're yeah. all competing Constantly. for business. And, and by the way, you assholes, if they're if you're in that community, you want them there. The last thing you want to do is torpedo them and drive them out. Mm-hmm. So why would you why would you do that to some uh, business in your own community? Now, if if you go there and they're you know and, and they're like, hey, by the way, uh, we're secretly Nazis, then I get it. Mm-hmm. But I haven't been to a place where they've done that. So really, yeah, it's not happened to me. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But my point being, like, why would you want to lambaste anybody trying to have a business in the community you live in and they're contributing to employment? They're contributing to the tax revenue? 
Also, oh. it's a very common misconception that if you own a restaurant, you're rich. Exactly. Well, yeah, of course. You are not at all. No. In fact, you are probably struggling more than most people. And they're yeah. probably working literally every day. Exactly. Like, yeah. They're there seven days a week. I think they say most businesses, restaurants aside, you can't cut yourself a check like a salary for two years. Yeah. Because you won't turn a profit then. I mean, that's exactly. You, you're not cutting into. To, you're not. No. You're not damning the man because you had a bad calamari you asshole exactly <laughs> yeah just, like going, going back to your point the business that i went to in cleveland that was new it was in a cool area that's like up and coming so why would i want to say well this business sucks don't go there yeah. i want people to go there because i want that spot to get bigger yeah, of course yeah, you want to live in a community that has i mean and we're i mean youngstown has it I'm from akron there's plenty youngstown areas does not have it that are just no i mean that are just completely barren because there's no oh, business there anymore. True. Yeah. Stop going there. You don't want that. Exactly. And yes, Youngstown has that. Yeah, they definitely uh. <laughs> So, um, uh, are, are we done being grumpy about this? Because I feel like... Yeah. I mean, probably. we can take a break and I'll just, I'll get the rest out myself. Okay. Uh. Um, I, what I do want to talk about now is I want to talk about the whole 10K giveaway thing. Oh, yeah. And then I want to get into um, questions that had come from some of your followers. Okay. So And some local podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So let's start with the whole 10K giveaway thing. Like, how did you – who sparked that idea? By the way, I love it. Great idea. Thank you. Um, I think it's fantastic and and shame on anybody who was that person that posted only one night. Fuck you. Are you oh. kidding me? Yeah, I was, I was dead. Just what we were just irritating. talking about. Like yeah. that what? Yeah. God. Only one night? It said, it said one night, LOL. And I was like, yeah, LOL, delete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You> dick. <laughs> it's not enough free stuff. Jesus Christ, man. Shut up. It's not like, like I picked like the bargain basement hotel like by the airport either. Like it was no. like, yes, yeah. hotel, excuse me. It's yeah. nice. Jesus Christ. Yes, of course. We're ten minutes away. We would have gone there. <laughs> exactly. LOL Bravo. Going forward, if you you definitely should delete them. But send us screenshots real yeah. quick okay, so we sure. know who to That's our special who to target. <laughs> um so were the genesis of the entire thing. Yeah. So I just thought it would be cool to give people an excuse to kind of like check an item off their bucket list. So that's kind of where I started, like do something in Cleveland that you haven't done. And I figured it's easier to go out in downtown if you can stay downtown. Because we, I mean, we go downtown a decent amount, but it's always hard to like get an Uber and deal with all of that. So it would be really cool if you could stay downtown. And thankfully, um, I had already connected with a girl um, at the nine, um, that was also working at Wild Eagle, and I kind of just like took a shot in the dark and was like, if she says no, like I'll kind of come back to this or come maybe ask another hotel or figure it out. And she was almost immediately like, sure, we're we'll, we'll be in. And That's I was like, phenomenal. okay, That's once great. I have the hotel, like the rest of it, like I could give away like ten dollars and people would probably still be excited, except yeah. for that one guy. But that's yeah. fine. Idiot, <laughs> idiot, what an asshole. Um, yeah. So then I just started kind of building it around that, um, around some things that I thought would be fun, and then. I also just asked on the bucket list if any local businesses wanted to be involved, which I also like doing just because I can see who's actually like following along with what I'm doing. Um, and I want to support the people Ooh, that are slick. supporting me. Yeah. Yeah. So how did the, like, how did the whole thing turn out? Like how many people did you have? I actually happen to know the answer to this because we, we were partly sponsors, Yes. but like for those that don't, I mean, how many people did you have that were interested in what was the, 
Yeah, so I had 991 entries. Um, I don't remember. I should probably look. I don't remember how many comments the post ended up with. Um, And then I obviously went from 10,000 to 11.1 at some point, which I feel like should be at least attributed partially to that. For sure, because when when I was when you put that up, I was blown away by how quickly people were like, "Carissa at Joe Burden, Carissa at Patrick Garitano, Carissa oh. at this person, Carissa at that person." Like it oh, was God just damn day. a line she of tagged like me in so many contests. Oh, <laughs> I was Sorry. all the time. I was like, "Carissa's tagged you." I'm like, "Oh, what are I we doing this weekend?" I wasn't making this about you, Sorry. Joe. No, but no, no, that that's very, very true. Yeah, a lot of those are just like tagging this person yeah. just, just to get in there. I, it, it's it's awesome. Well, sometimes those kind of fail. So I was impressed by like how quickly it started off. Like it was almost immediate. Mm-hmm. That there was an, and like, how long a lot was it up? Like how long was the the duration? The contest was like a week. I think I did that's it for damn near a thousand in a week. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. so I was response. really cool. I was really excited about that. And I was kind of nervous having it be run fully through my website just because I know people don't like to click around. But part of it was because I was hitting 10K, at least they could swipe up. And so it was kind of like a cool way to use the swipe up feature. But actually, I was really nervous that when I got to 10K, I wasn't immediately going to get the swipe up feature because I didn't have (laughs) questions. Like questions came out on Instagram, I don't know, a year ago. And I think everyone had it for about six months before the bucket list did. And I was so pissed about it. So I'm like, if this happens to me again Uh with the swipe up link, I'm going to be so upset but it worked out well so i was impressed by how many people actually went to the website that's awesome gave me their information that's great that's awesome was that Um, kind of your first foray into something like that or you've done those before i've done giveaways but i haven't run any of them through my website um but i felt like a lot of the businesses that i had included would be it would be helpful for them to have emails to send out emails to and i'm sure a lot of people unsubscribe and actually not that many people unsubscribe from mine so that was kind of cool but i figured that having emails is more helpful than just like a couple more followers on instagram that will probably unfollow you once they don't win the contest probably right Mm -hmm. (laughs) well but even when that happens that's perfectly fine because they don't care about the content you're delivering anyway. That's very true. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, we struggle with that, just trying to keep all of our followers in line. But giving people, like, <laughs> giving people So accounts, unruly. <laughs> <laughs> so demanding. <laughs> giving Mom. people accounts to follow and letting them choose to follow them, I feel like gives you a better people to follow you as well. Yeah. Like me yeah. saying, here of our sponsors, like, follow them if you want, then you're going to get... Probably some that are actually interested in what you're posting about, and yeah, not just and, random people. Yeah, that's true. And and I will say it's easy for us to notice, and I know we've joked a lot about it, but we don't have a lot of followers. Mm-hmm. It's easy for us to see the people that do support us because they're always the same people, right? But once you get to the scope of what you're talking about where you have, there's no way to really be able to see that. You don't know who's really yeah. – I think for us, I think you're 100. Like for us, and it makes sense being in a podcast. Our concerns is listens, mm-hmm. and the listens we've continued to see a steady climb, which we're happy about. The Instagram thing we just haven't really cracked. Yeah, um, <laughs> we're trying. Like it's hell. slowly, slowly climbing, but it's not keeping up with the listens. And that's, I mean, it obviously might be generational. Patrick and I are are, are in a different uh, age uh, gap. Uh, I don't know if that's the right term. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'm so old, so I don't know how it's actually phrased. <laughs> but the, uh, I don't know. I, I, for us, it's that. But we would like to see more exposure on that side. So it's something we got to work on. But I understand what you're talking about in terms of like the people that would follow and then not follow, because uh, that is a frequent, weekly, I'd say, uh, a task on the uh, the guiltless podcast. Uh, oh yeah, touch your sure. base. And it's like nah, yeah. unfollow. <laughs> 
So one of the things that uh, we touched base on, and we thought it would be cool because doing this, what what our hope was, because Joe said when you guys talked, you had never done a podcast. Yes, you had been interviewed, but you had never had the forum where people could actually hear like you talk about all this. Do we have that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So one of the things that we said, hey, let's let's give people the opportunity to kind of ask questions and you put up a post this week. So I have here a handful of um, handful of selected questions that had come from listeners. Do oh. we? Oh my! Is that I love a, that. I, oh. Do we I have? I legit um, thought that was on a happy dog no. ticket. <laughs> do we? <laughs> I really did. We just went there Sunday. <laughs> do we want to give the name of the person who posted it? No. Okay. Um. Oh, I didn't. I didn't fucking know. <laughs> I was asking the question. Don't do that. You're like no. Don't you dare. <laughs> All right. They'll know who they are. It's a safe uh, space. Uh, so the first one here, um, clearly some people with kids. We finally have a date night Friday. Where should we go? Oh, I have a long list. Um, High and Dry is definitely one of my favorites. Uh, Tremont. Yeah, because you there's plenty to do in Tremont after you go to High and Dry or before you can go get drinks at the Spotted Owl, um, which is another great spot. But I love High and Dry because it's bowling, so it's something to do, but they have some pretty good food and a pretty decent bar selection. Um, and then another one that is fun <laughs> is, um, we actually just went, it's downtown and it's called Whistle and Keg and they have, um, self pour beer stations. So you get, you get a wrist, like you go oh, in and sweet. you, you swipe your card and they start a tab and you get a wristband and then you can just go up to the wall and choose what you want and just hold your wristband up. That is fucking awesome. So like you can drink whatever okay. you want. Okay. It was really cool. Um, and you can pour as much as you want. You don't have to pour, pour a, for a full beer if you don't want. Um, and that wow. is literally within walking distance to um, the Indians games. So that's kind of a fun pairing. Oh, that's nice. Um, another one that we love to do is go to the Solstice Steps here in Lakewood and watch the sunset. Um, take some food along. And that one, that's a pretty fun place to be on yeah. a nice night. I love that they added that. It's, it's, I know. It's, it's insane. It's awesome. Uh-huh. Um, lastly, I literally just went for the first time was play CLE. It's in Avon. So it's a little bit of a hike. Um, I grew up out there, so it's not a hike for me, but anyways, it's, um, an indoor adventure center. So they have zip lining, they have a ropes course. They oh, saw have, those videos. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool. They have like the American Ninja Warrior, like yeah. obstacles, and then you can rock climb. That's so awesome. we did the ropes course and the zip lining and it was terrifying and I was sweating bullets, but it was really fun. <laughs> it's like something different to do. And then they have, um, food and a full, like a full stocked, like very local bar. Sweet. So that was really cool. So we could have a couple beers after. I don't mind going out to Ava. I'll tell you what, uh, there's a, uh, we have some friends out there there's some good restaurants and some very underrated breweries that are out in avon very true fratellos in avon lake have you been there no italian best i like will not order chicken parmesan from anywhere but there. really that yes. good all-time favorite i like you that because that is that is one thing in the area that i don't think that we have a lot of is good italian yeah fratellos, i don't think it's, i think we have a lot height. of good mexican but not not a lot of have, good italian has anyone been here to anyone here been to italian village in strongsville Mm-mm. no it's really good Okay. Very close to where I live. Let me know when you go. I'll meet is you it, there. Is it on the, buc- <laughs> is it on the um, bucket list? Clearly not. No. Uh, no this no, next one is from at Joe Burden. <laughs> Tips for anyone trying to grow social engagement? <laughs> Good question, Joe. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's appropriate, but Haley, you're up. <laughs> it's Your listeners have spoken. Right. <laughs> 
I just, like I said before, being very authentic. Um, like I only post about places that I go to. I try and interact with everyone that interacts with me. Um, when I was starting out, definitely replying to all of the comments when people comment, as well as um, stories is kind of the new Instagram. So spending a lot of time on stories, which is very hard, very, very hard to do. Um, I'm trying to do that for the brand that I work for, and it's not easy. It's very easy for the bucket list because I don't have to create content. I just rip off other people's content and tell you to go there. So okay. it's really nice because I don't have to come up with anything. I just am like, oh, this place is opening. Go there. Um, so I definitely am lucky, but definitely living on stories because people aren't really in their feed as often anymore. So. I've been telling you, Joe, marketing has been telling us for months to switch don't, to don't stories. Don't finish this sentence. Are you telling me that you were giving me social media tips? <laughs> yeah, is that definitely not. Okay. All right, well. I literally deleted Instagram from my phone today because I just like I don't fucking understand it. I don't understand. You will be back on social media tomorrow morning. <laughs> Still not understanding it. <laughs> anyway, thanks for your question, Joe. Valid. Yeah, great. Very question, valid. Joe. Also, we are authentic. It just we're just not interesting, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we're not posting bullshit. Look, this is generally yeah, what we like. If anything, there's a ton of sincerity in this. If anything else, we're the most honest people on the internet. Right. <laughs> we're just boring as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Anyway, fuck. What else? Um, so the next one here. What's this one? I'm not exact. I don't think this is. All right. So no, I'm just gonna read it how it's written, and uh, we can interpret it. Okay. What's something that's not in Cleveland yet that you'd like to see there? Oh, oh that's I'm a good assuming question. there is Cleveland, but yeah. not. Or would yeah. you like to see this place? Something there? that other cities have that maybe they've been to that they would like to yeah. see in Cleveland. So I have to rip off from an answer that Trey, that owns um, Coffee, Coffee, Coffee in Old Brooklyn, gave me when I asked him a similar question, which was it. We don't have enough of like a young arts culture. So he said like when you're in New York, there's places that you can live like, you know, you can live eight people to a single apartment and it's very cheap to live there and you're kind of slumming it. But those people are the ones that are out like starting a new business or, you know, doing art around the city or helping to bring the city up. And I feel like Cleveland definitely doesn't have enough of a young group in general, but I also don't feel like there's enough of like a culture to give you a place to live with a bunch of other people um you kind of have to have a pretty high salary to live downtown and i feel like if you live in lakewood it's pretty spread out so there's not really like kind of a a place where young kids can go and hang out together do, do you like, think living. some of like i i very much agree with that mm -hmm. um because downtown is expensive to live in. Even like places like some of the surrounding areas, Lakewood, Rocky River, can still get, at least tax-wise, can get kind of pricey. Yep. Um, do you think some of the other surrounding areas, like the Tremonts, the Ohio cities, or Battery Parks, Hingetown, do you think that those can possibly turn into that? Or do you think, because they're adding a lot to those areas yeah. too, and they're awesome, restaurants, bars, Absolutely. condos, or are they maybe, do you think they're going to kind of go past what we're just talking about here into maybe yeah. kind of un not unlivable but past no. that. I think that they're getting they're just moving past. They're looking for like the twenty six to like thirty five year olds and yeah. we are kind of missing that like right out of college. Yeah. Like none of my friends from high school I would say there's maybe four of them that live in Cleveland and nobody else lives here because there's just not really a market. Like it's a great place to move back and buy a house and raise a family, but when you move here at twenty, twenty one, you don't you're not necessarily looking to buy a house and an apartment isn't as affordable as buying a house is if you can afford to buy a house. And there aren't really as many apartments as really you think there would be. Like, like Lakewood, again, not to keep dwelling on that, but 
Lakewood's a huge, it, it is a huge renting community, but it's duplexes. Yeah. They don't have a lot, a lot of single of, room yeah, apartments. They, they, yeah. they don't have a lot of apartments. One apartments. of my friends from high school who has now moved back was living in Greensboro for a couple years, and she lived in an apartment building that was built around a pool. I mean, certainly probably won't have a pool here in Cleveland, but it was built around a pool, cheaper living, and everyone she lived with was like young kids that had just moved to Greensboro for a job. So she got to meet people through where she lived, and I just feel like that is kind of lacking here, and that's not necessarily fully kind of where Trey went with it so I don't want to like rip off and that that interview will come soon so you can read his answer but I just think I, that younger generation is kind of I missing. think you're right I, and I think even where we were talking about like the apartments and things like that the apartments that are being built I mean they're kind of being pegged as luxury apartments yeah. and high-end condos which is going to kind of is definitely going to shoot over the demographic that you're talking about so yep. I, I agree mm-hmm and then I think just like going along with that, just people supporting local more. Um, I feel like there's plenty of opportunities to go out and buy gifts and things like that from local businesses. And it's just harder to like shift your mindset to that. But Cleveland has so much of it that it's definitely where you should go. Again, very much agree, especially in the areas that I mentioned, the Lakewood, the Tremont. I mean, it's very much. I mean, you'd be not hard pressed because they do exist, but you'd be. It, it, these aren't communities that are dominated by chains at all. They're, they're really not. Uh, I went to college in Cleveland, and I remember, you know, coming here after college and hanging out a lot, and then coming back here again 15, 20 years later, and a lot of the same stuff is still here. And not, I don't mean like Arby's, which, no disrespect, you guys are great. But, <laughs> um, but I mean like uh, like around the corner, I think is good. West End's another one. Mm-hmm. Those have been there for... 15 years, 20 years, you know, and even though it's Lakewood and Ohio City, those places are adding new stuff. They're also keeping some of the older, just kind of privately owned businesses that have been here forever. I do like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, I, I, this this isn't exactly the same thing, but one of the things that doesn't exist here that hurts is mass transportation. Oh, gosh. Yep. So you started with New York. The benefit there is you can get on a train with everybody you're with that night mm-hmm. and go somewhere mm-hmm. and bring that train back or whatever. Nope. Yes, yeah. we have. Well, and you can live cheaper and exactly. still get to where you're working That's faster. what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, yep. you could live cheap in an apartment in Avon Lake, but you don't want to have to work downtown. That's a haul. No, nobody, want, nobody will do that. Yeah. I mean, clearly people do, but yeah. nobody wants to. Exactly. And the other factor of that, too, is now uh, because of, again... Cleveland downtown growing business wise. Now the uh, the parking to work downtown is mm-hmm. becoming now a, a heftier living expense for a lot mm-hmm. of people. Definitely, uh, Patrick and I both work in downtown. It's something we have to factor in, and it's something that the younger people at our company are are discussing as it's kind of a drawback because yeah. mm-hmm. you know we don't have that mass transportation in. No one wants to take an Uber or a taxi every day. We have the RTA, but it's not super convenient because there just aren't that many not stops, especially exactly in right. town. Yeah. I mean, so that, that is Lakewood. something that I, I don't know if it'll get there. I, I think we'd definitely have to grow more, but I can see how that would be a benefit because of the, the, the things that you hear people discuss about that who are working in downtown. Because mm-hmm. most people don't work, especially young people, they don't live downtown and work downtown. They just mm-hmm. don't. Um, next question we have here. What's the newest restaurant in Cleveland? Oh, so I have a nice list, um, of a couple different places. So one that we just went to in Bay Village is Timex Table. Um, absolutely fantastic. Like probably top five short ribs I've ever had. 
Um, that one just opened recently. And then the rest of uh, Lindy's Lake House here in Lakewood. And then the rest of these I actually have not been to yet, but are new. There is Palazzo, and it is on Detroit right before West Boulevard. Um, it, and then there's also uh, Michael's Genuine in the Van Aken. And then the Kensington Pub in Cleveland Heights. And then uh, Shake Shack, <laughs> chain, but that's fine, is coming uh. downtown <laughs> on June 22nd. I just got a text about that today. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, fine. What do I care? What am I, Cleveland bucket list? No one cares. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, CBO? Ver, verbatim. She's like, did you know there's a Shake Shack coming in? This is a, no, I don't want to say it. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> I'll tell you offline. Uh, uh, the I, I love the ones you just said. Uh, I lo- actually like you go out to like Bay Village because it's something I feel like I always forget about. I mean, I, my problem is that I, everyone... Um, when someone asked where I lived, I got a lot of responses like, oh, I thought you lived on the west side because I grew up out there, so I go out there a lot. So I definitely, again, like when I said I'm biased, but it doesn't seem like that big of a drive for me because we do it all the time. My boyfriend's parents live out there too. So going to Bay isn't that crazy, but I know for some of our friends, they're not that interested in going out to Bay, which is not yeah, really that I'd far. Be, I'd be willing to, I just, I, it's one of those areas I, just, I kind of forget about sometimes. Yeah. I do like that you said Lindy's just because, again – when I drove, because Lindsay's used to be uh, uh, Jimmy Buggers, mm-hmm. and I was driving by it on Detroit. I don't know, just wasn't paying attention. All of a sudden, it was just open. I love the the kind of open kind of concept that they have. It's really, really, it's a cool place. They made that corner look so awesome. It looks great, really. I, I very much agree. I think that's something that people should go check out. So now you have Cleveland Bucket List and Joe saying to go to Lindsay. So, yeah. <laughs> so go. Yeah, I second that. So everyone, you're welcome, everyone. Um... <laughs> The next the next question here, I think the answer is clearly reach out to the Guiltless Podcast, but you fucked that up. Um, how can you get an event featured? All right, I got this one. Uh, <laughs> I don't fucking know. Go ahead. Um, just tell me about your event, and then I'll probably post about it. <laughs> if I think it's relevant for my followers, and it seems like something that is of interest to the demographic that I talk to and to me, because at the end of the day, most about most of the things I post about on the bucket list are things that interest me because I'm speaking to a specific demographic, and if I reach more than that, that's awesome. But um, if it's something that I think my followers will be interested in, I'll post about it. I think um, there's something for the four of us, I'm including marketing, people haven't heard Carissa, but um, to talk about after this regarding that. She's been instructed not to speak. Okay. <laughs> um, a daily schedule of repeating events in Cleveland. I, I don't understand what that means. Uh, that's a statement. That's not a question. No. There's literally and also, no... I'm not doing that because I already do enough. Thank you. Wait, There's... A da- wait, wait. Uh, let's unpack this. So a daily schedule <laughs> of repeated events. Here's a repeated event. All restaurants are open. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> has Bars are open. I don't know what the... The sun comes up. It's. I'm <laughs> telling you, this is a statement. There's not even a question mark at the end of this. Actually, I should have read the previous one this way. So he's not requesting it. He's saying start he's doing that. The previous one should have been read this way. How can you get an event featured? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Explanation? All right. Yeah, yeah please read uh, okay. the, the rest so, of that way. Uh, the next one. What are some good... And, and by the way, the person that posted that, we're not dismissing it. We just don't know what to do with it. Yeah, yeah I just don't understand. So thank you yeah. for thank you yes. for bringing yeah, yeah. content. I'll, I'll, I'll comment to you shortly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what are some good ways to get on the lake if you don't have a boat? Ooh, um, so you can rent um, kayaks and boats in the flats, 
And then you can also rent kayaks and paddle boards in the Rocky River in yeah. the metro parks. Um, so those are two really great ways. And then there's also, um, it, this is, again, a little bit of a hike, but in Cuyahoga Falls, there's a new company called Float the River, and you can actually tube down Cuy- down the Cuyahoga River. Look, really? Yes. I, by the way, I'm, I'm a kayak owner. Mm-hmm. This is, I've, I've not, you know, I'm the typical Clevelander that, um, oh my God, I just call myself a Clevelander. Holy shit. Ooh. Go Browns. Oh my god. We may not air this. Oh. <laughs> this, uh, you don't know what this oh is. Oh my god. Oh my god, this dude every goddamn day is just wearing Pittsburgh crap. Holy shit, that was tough for me to say. I can't believe I said it. Well, welcome to the club, I, buddy. I, I'm a kayak owner. Okay. And I have always wanted to kayak from Rocky River all the way to the entire way to the lake. I've never done it. But what, what I was saying is I that. I paddleboarded that. Um, I, I, I want to buy a paddleboard next, okay. but like. Um, I lived in Berea for a long time. I'm like, I can take this entire thing all the way to the lake. I've never done it. Do you know why? Because I have access to it. Mm. So I take it for granted that it's always going to be there. And I always say to myself, well, I'll do it in April when the water's up. I'll do it in October Mm -hmm. when it's up again. Mm -hmm. Then when it's April, I'm like, I'll just do it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I I, I think what I'm saying is like, these are awesome, awesome things to do. And everybody just do them Mm -hmm. because don't be me. Especially now we were just talking about it's finally getting nice out. I mean, we're we're getting beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful outside right now. Such a It's still freaking light out and it's, I don't know, like nighttime. There also was a company, I'm not sure if they're still doing it, but they were renting paddleboards um, in Rocky River, and then you could join them somewhere. You'd launch out, you would paddle to like the flats, and then they would take the paddleboards back, and you'd just like, go drink. That's rad. Yeah. That is really, really, Very really cool. cool. I'm going to take this next question, and I'm going to amend it. Okay. But we should probably answer it for them. Okay. Uh, places State to daily meet. topics daily. I want to know your answer to this question. Uh, I I can tell you right now I don't have an answer to this question. I'm gonna ask just ask the question and you'll know everyone here, but you will know why. Places to meet single twenty something. Oh Christ. <laughs> Haley, my advice: say pass. <laughs> I'll tell you what it's not. It's not speed dating. Or Strongsville, yeah. or Cleveland. I know. Right? <laughs> uh, anyway, so future podcast coming soon. Yeah. So places to meet single twenty somethings. Well, I also have to say that I phoned one friend, and she said that okay. she didn't remember about the superlatives. <laughs> so thank you, fail. So then I sent I haven't I sent this to one of a, a really good friend that I probably haven't talked to in about seven months, and I just said wasn't best legs one of our senior superlatives? No, no other context. And she said, now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure it was, which is super fucking creepy when I think about it. Yes, <laughs> of course it is. Also, props to her for not saying, why the fuck are you asking me that now? Literally nothing other than that. We, are, and we don't think, even and have a think of it now, it's super creepy, right? Yes, of okay, course it's creepy. Oh. This isn't 1935 where you're like, check out the gams on that broad. <laughs> Nobody, you, can't, you can't do that. Oh, I might take another picture show. <laughs> can I have this dance? <laughs> <laughs> the gams. <laughs> That's what people called them. Oh God! World War One and World War Two. Looking you know? good, doll. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I'm sorry. 
Okay. Uh, so did oh. we answer this person, no. this poor person's no, question? No, we, we... I still we, feel like High and Dry is a great spot, and also literally, literally anywhere downtown during an Indians game. Yeah, we're all oh, the tattooed... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally anywhere. We're all at the an tattooed mid-30 to early 40 women. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm asking for a friend. Yeah, you also may want to throw in late 50s. We gotta, we gotta throw a wide net, dude. No, a wide net. Fuck. No, I not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, what famous people live in Cleveland? Actually reside. Literally no idea. Okay. I tried to Google it, and it just tells me everyone that once lived in Cleveland, which is not helpful yeah. at all. You know also, shout out to my friend from college for that question, because oh, she cool. knew that it would really just throw me off. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of a jerk. No. <laughs> so I remember, do you... Um, I lived in Berea. I already mentioned this. I, I lived in Berea for a while. Do you remember there was a Star Trek series where the woman read from um orange is the new black yeah the russian everybody watch that yeah, yeah. The russian you watch that okay no. she lived in berea for a long time because okay. she was married to a senator in ohio mm. i i thought that was cool anyhow okay no one else <laughs> all right um, no no wait what, so I, are they still together I i'm just kidding no I, don't care. I don't even <laughs> I, I don't understand this next question okay um, are you sad that the Rays beat the Indians when they played in Cleveland last month? Big Rays fan there. Oh, you're a Rays fan? No, I'm not. Oh. The person that asked was. Okay. So, no. They're a Rays fan? Mm-hmm. Do they? Okay. She grew up in Florida. All right. Um, so you're not sad? No, uh, no it's all right. Well, that's a throwaway question. Kinda... It's too early in the season. Yeah. Meet me in the wild card game again. The seasons are 14 months long. Uh, I know. What's your What's your favorite local band? I love this question. Ooh, that is a good oh, one. so I actually have um, a friend that is in his band is called Call Your Shot, and they do like punk pop kind of. He's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. That's your favorite local. Yeah. Call Your Shot. Mm-hmm. Check it out. So let's let me ask you this. It's a little which... plug. I gotta tell him I'm plugged into his band. No, yeah, absolutely. Time to listen to the podcast. <laughs> what um, what kind of music are you generally into? I don't really discriminate. I like anything and kind of just depends. Right now I'm listening to the Dirty Heads because we just saw them at Laura Live, but I'll really listen to just about anything. All right. On. Even country, which I've someone told me was a qualifier. If you like, uh, if you like uh, country, then you like all music. It's just the thing. Like I, I don't. I legitimately. Okay, let's take. This new pop country off Ugh, the table. Please. Yeah, no, yes. yeah, no, not a. So fan. let's let's cut the head off that snake. Yeah, I legit don't understand people that hate country music. Mm-hmm. I I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm that is not my favorite kind of music. Mm-mm. But I I I do like. The, there's the a musicianship is tremendous. Sure. I think there's some very well written yes. old like old school like country Garth songs. Brooks, Alan Jackson, Clint Black. Those guys are fucking legit and then you go old school right i go like farther back johnny yeah. cash Whale and and, yeah. yeah um all right so uh what's your favorite thing to do when friends visit you in cleveland i love that question so um, somebody comes in town and you're like no we're doing this today that's I don't gotta give be it. a lot of pressure when friends come in town yeah. running the cleveland bucket list um i feel like I haven't had anyone come into town since it's gotten big. Thank you, friends. So, um, <laughs> and I have a friend that's like so good at doing content. And she said that her and her boyfriend really want to go to Cedar Point, And I was like, you can stay with us for free. I don't care. And nothing. So rude. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. Right. Um, 
I think it kind of depends on the person, and a lot of times I have friends come into town for specific events, so I've had people come into town for the beer fest, which is just a good one to experience. Um, It is Saturday, you're right. And then... I love just going down to Tremont, doing some of like the Tremont bars, doing um, breweries if they're interested in breweries. And then I also just love taking new people to Cleveland the to the lake because they're so fucking confused by yes. where the other side of the lake is. Yeah, I, I think those are great. I think, and we were just joking around about the beer, uh, the the beer fest thing. I think if you can coincide anyone visiting from out of town with any event. Preferably a music event at Jacob's Pavilion. It's fantastic. Yes, very true. It's, it's just such an unbelievable place. I love seeing shows there. Mm-hmm, I agree. If it's a nice night, you're you're outside. The music's amazing. I mean, I've seen some great, mm-hmm. great acts. It's a there. great yeah. place to go for sure. But that's great. We're going Brewery, to see obviously. OAR at the end of this month. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so unlike your event, you lost the sweepstakes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm sorry that happened to you. You you brought up Cedar Point, and it's mm-hmm. we have we literally have listeners coast to coast. If anybody who's listening to this who's ever thought about like you, if you love amusement parks, Cedar Point is the fucking shit. It really is. I mean, yes. you aren't gonna find many amusement nope. parks across the entire country, let alone the world. As big as Cedar Point. Yep. And Haley's just offered to let you stay there. For free. The best At part. House. I, I, that's legit. For about a 10-year stint, every year Cedar Point came out with, first it was the, the, the tallest roller coaster, then the fastest, and the tallest and fastest wooden roller coaster. I mean, that was, oh, yeah. that was the place. Breaking. That was mm-hmm. the place. What's your favorite winter uh, Cleveland activity? I would say going bowling. I love a good old school bowling lane. Mahals? Mahals? Mahals. Mahals, Mahals, Mahals yeah. yeah. Mahals. What about summer? Um, Bowling again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an indoors person. Yes. Uh, Mahals no. is, uh, Getting out on the lake. Like, Edgewater Live is fun. Just going down to the flats, walking around, going kayaking. Yeah. And these last two, we uh, we did touch on them, but I'm going to ask specifically to show this person the respect for uh, putting the questions in. How long did you live in Cleveland and where did you go to college? Um, Just I, repeat. Oh, yes. I, I lived in Cleveland until I went to college, and then I lived, I graduated in 2016 and moved back, and I went to UCF in Orlando. So you've been basically in Cleveland all but four to five years of your life. Correct. Four, yes. And okay. in those four years, you were in the Paris of the United States. Yes. Florida. <laughs> the classiest of classy. Um, that, that, those are all the questions that uh, we grabbed for that. However, oh my mm. goodness. So, um, bonus round. This is a bonus round. Okay. And it's a speed round. All right. So, basically, what we want to do is we want to go over. I'm going to give you a couple of questions and you just answer. First thing that comes to mind. Um, again, right. since you know all of these, of course, Ooh. what the hell did I do with these? I thought I had something there myself. Shooters. <laughs> Shooters. I just felt like that should be an answer. <laughs> Shooter should be an answer? I don't so know. That's you, never an answer. So I don't you, know. We yeah. were there last Where summer. Where do you go if you have cargo shorts? Shooters. <laughs> we were there last summer, and there's a huge, a big group of us, um, and we were all talking about how like the patio was falling apart, and then they redid their patio this year, so I think they heard all this. They probably heard it. <laughs> all right, so 
I'm going to give you just, I'm going to fire out some quick questions. All right, I'm ready. You do, first one that comes to mind, whatever. I know you don't want to disparage against anybody, but I want your 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 first impulse. So, All right. Best pizza? Um, Mikey's Pizza in Crocker Park. You did bring that up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Best Mexican? Um, Probably Barrio. Okay. I'm a Taco Tontos man. Okay. I will say, because I love their Build Your Own Nachos. Okay. Uh, really good when you're drunk or stoned. I don't think I've experienced that for the bucket list. So really, we, we taco might have tacos. To go, we might have to go do that. We should do that. All right, we'll take you down there for sure. sure. Great tacos, great burritos. Okay, have nothing planned when you're done though. <laughs> it's a fucking day ender. <laughs> okay, uh, best patio. Um, oh, great that's a really fucking, good especially now that we're getting into the nicer weather. Yeah. Um. I love the patio at Costa Taco, now Lindy's Lake House, in the flats. Uh, yeah. Great view. Also, Collision Bend, great view. Um, I also love the patio at Lux. Kind of a hidden gem. Wouldn't okay. know it's there, and it's big, and it's dog-friendly. So, big plus on that one. Um, yeah. Definitely agree with you on the... Uh, uh, we were actually just at Collision two weeks ago, and I, I forgot. It's only the second time we've been there, mm-hmm. but I forgot how cool it is there. Yeah. It's a um, cool spot. Yeah, uh, I, I do love those. And I love that they changed uh, the Coastal Taco. Because I love their patio, but I hated Coastal Taco. Yes, the food was never great. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. The service was bad. It was just, oh, it was just God, not good. But they Ooh. had such an awesome patio. God. It was such a waste. I'm yep. glad. I hope they can turn that My into My mom something. and I almost showed up to Beer Fest late because of their service, which is just Son of a rude. bitch. If they were still around, we would berate them. We would treat this podcast like Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so here, this is going to be kind of tough. Okay. Best brewery. Oh. You know what? Let me mix it up. Met, uh, give me your top four. Okay. There's just too many at this point. Um, you know, I would say Platform is a new favorite. For sure. Um, I feel like it wasn't on my radar for a while, and we recently started going within the last couple of months, and they're doing some fun stuff. But it's also really overwhelming because they have so much. I... Th- th- and if this is a negative, if this is the only negative a brewery can have, this is probably good. They have so many beers to choose from. It's fantastic. Yes. Uh, going to Platform's awesome. They have 20 to 30 beers, different beers on tap consistently, and they rotate. It's not the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you can find them all in the stores, too. But uh, I really love their bar. Their patio's great. Yep. Um, that's a really good one. I do also like that one. Dog a lot. friendly inside Very. and out. Um, I love Bookhouse, new one. Really cool. No TVs, so it's like kind of chill. Um, and they just put out really good, like to the style beers. They don't yes. do anything super funky, which I love. I do too. I, I do like that too. Uh, nothing too crazy beer wise. They just got good. They stick to like the the IPAs and the ales, and I, I like that a lot. And I do love Buck, Bookhouse. That's mm-hmm. a good one. And then I think I would say third is probably tied um, between two kind of outliers. We have Boss Dog in Cleveland Heights, which I feel like people don't go to a lot. Yes. Um, they also do some really great beers, and then I love Avon Brewing Co. because they've got good food as well as very fun good food. Beers. And that was I mentioned earlier about going out to Avon. Uh, Avon Brewing and Railroad are kind of right around there, mm-hmm. and they're both very good. Underrated breweries that a lot of people don't talk about, and Avon mm-hmm. does have very good food. Yep, mm-hmm. they do a really good burger. Yes, they do. I forgot that we've only eaten there twice. Hawaiian burger, Oof, it's real good. We've got eaten there twice. The food's great each time, mm-hmm. uh, and very good beer. They actually have. You and I were having one earlier. They actually have a coconut porter there that's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so best, and I think I kind of know the answer to this one already because we talked about it. Best dive bar. 
Um, yeah, definitely. I feel like Hoopals is up there yeah, for sure. So. Um, yeah, I think that's got to be it. That's just like the gem. I love it. Okay. Um, what is the best kind of hidden gem? The one that you don't think people know know about that should know about. Um, we just talked about it. You didn't know about it. Fertello is definitely yes. a hidden gem. Um, they are not on social media at all, so people probably can't figure out how that works. Okay. We'll, but, throw, we'll throw a couple curveballs And they don't you. even have a website that has like a functioning menu, yeah, so yeah. good luck, but it's worth it. All right. So um, I'm going to throw some curveballs out here. Okay. Best first date. Where do you go? Um, That's a good one. Uh, I would say... I would say a brewery, but I think that's sketchy. Like, that's a little risky because not everybody likes beer. To mainline beer? Yeah. Yeah, to just be like, no, you have to go get beer. Um, gosh. I think I think Flight Cleveland is actually a really good one because they have wine and they also have beer. Um, and they do just some cool wine flights. So you can kind of pretend like you know about wine or also say that you don't. So I think that's kind of... And there's, like, a, a lot to talk about because they give you a card with each little wine that you get that tells you about the wine so it's just like a good place to have a conversation all right now we're really going to test what you know okay best last date (laughs) where do you take someone to fucking end it (laughs) hoopals again all right (laughs) it's an all-purpose bar it really is good for every occasion (laughs) weddings or divorce (laughs) yes and then to kind of promote more of your stuff, what is the thing that you think that's got that? Again, now that we're into summer, mm-hmm. what's coming up here? Do you think people got to really be like available for? What do you think they have to go to? Edgewater Live for sure. Yeah. Um, it's it's an experience. It's kind of it's cool. It's different. There's food trucks, so even if you're not that interested in the music, you can still get food and just hang out. Um, I think it's just a, a cool way to experience um, Edgewater in a different light than just like with a bunch of people sunbathing on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, this has been awesome, by the way. Seriously, like a lot of fun. Great. Hopefully, uh, you've enjoyed yourself. Absolutely. Um, is, what do you want to, is there anything you want to promote? Anything you want everybody who's going to take the time to listen to an hour and 50 minutes of these two idiots <laughs> and one cool person <laughs> to know? Um, just that I have buck. I have actual bucket lists that you can print out on the website. So I think that's really fun. Um, I have an ice cream one, a coffee shop one. That's awesome. And then I have the one that I think is like really cool. I, they're all really cool. There's one that's all the events in Cleveland. So I actually came out with a lot of them um, on January 1st. So you could it, it started on January 1st and it was all the events, like the big events in Cleveland mm-hmm. that you could go to. So you might have missed a couple at this point, but still you can get to work on it. And then there's also a free one. So all the free events and all like the free things that you can do in Cleveland. Um, so those are like, that's where I want to send as many people as possible. I think it's awesome. You broke it up that way. I think, I think the free thing is great. Everyone goes through a time where it's like, I want to do some stuff, but I want to, I don't want to spend, look what free yeah. fun stuff can we do? The coffee things are, I, I love that you break it out like that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Cause there's definitely people too that, you know, alcohol is not their focus. Maybe they don't drink or they, whatever. Yeah, some people their are yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, no, they exactly. And that's not necessarily yeah. something that I Some people are going to die unhappy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's not something that I understand, but I'm happy to help <laughs> you figure it out. So just making sure that they're a little bit more neutral as well, especially going into the summer. So it's just, there's, there's alcohol there, but you don't have to have it to, to enjoy the event. I, so, mean, I don't know how that works, but. Neither do I actually. <laughs> I, 
I actually struggle with enjoying things <laughs> when I don't have a beverage in my hand as Joe takes a drink. <laughs> I don't jo- enjoy Joe's company without a beverage in my hand. And Joe never, has to get drunk to tolerate me. Yeah, we've, it's a we've, weird we've actually never drank, not drank around each other. It'd probably suck. Yeah. That's why we don't talk at work. <laughs> um, so is that it? Yeah, a couple quick things to kind of recap. Uh, obviously, we talked about the Guiltless Network. Uh, we want to encourage everybody to go to, obviously, listen to this podcast. Please, motherfuckers, rate, rate and review, review, subscribe. God damn it. In fact, sorry, Haley, we didn't bring this up, but we're going to right now. Oh, so yeah. So it's on you're record. Required. You're not required. I haven't rated and reviewed yet. See? So rate, review, subscribe, follow. We love that. We love that. We want to know what's going on. Um. Please listen to the Pop Culture Spectrum on the network. Uh, please listen to uh, Equal Fights like coming out soon. I still like you. Um, and then, of course, uh, big thank you to Haley for coming on. We had a really good time. Oh. We already have a couple things we have to do. We got to make sure we got to take Haley to Taco Tantos. And introduce I've never been there yeah. myself. Thanks there for inviting me up there until now. Um, as much time as I spend with the burdens. The other thing is, we still have a podcast that we need do to host for. that right by the microphone? <laughs> Every time. <laughs> it sounded like the dog taking a piss. Nope, it's Carissa taking a drink. Um, we still need two hosts for an idea for a podcast we have. True, the true, the true. hard work is done. All we need is two people who are funny and think, oh, hey, marketing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Haley, anything? Anything. That's okay. Anything at all. Marketing anything. Joe, anything. No, just thank you, Haley. Thank you again. We had a really good time. Brad, you're a fucking asshole. Hopefully, if you want, come on again and talk about whatever.